Hi everyone, Amy here, and you are tuned into another episode of XYXX, episode four. This one is going to be super intense. I know on the pod, usually we don't get into serious topics. It's all lighthearted, good energy, sexual energy in here. But this episode is going to be about domestic abuse and abusive relationships. So if that's a triggering topic for you, just letting you know. And I want you guys to know that it could happen to anyone. Our guest today is drop dead gorgeous. All right. I didn't even know how to respond. Everything went black. I saw stars. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I opened my eyes. There was blood all over my shirt. There's blood all over my face. Damn. Yeah. And then he just kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen again. I'm sorry. Well, did it happen again? XYXX. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm joined by my literal soulmate and best friend on the planet and in the universe. She has actually (laughs) been on the pod before, but now you're getting to see her in real life. She helps out so much behind the scenes of XYXX. And I feel like there's so much more to say because you're just such an amazing person. It's okay. okay. I'm gassing you up. I'm just really excited. (laughs) I'm really excited. Viviana, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting, I'm getting used to the live live sound effects. No, honestly, every time I'm on the other side of the camera, I, I like freeze up. Yeah. No, but don't because this is great. You're one of those people that I consider to have gone through a lot. And part of that's because I've been along for yeah, the ride. Witnessing it all. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's just go yeah, there. Let's just go there. Okay. We decided that we were going to talk about abusive relationships and Mm -hmm. domestic violence which i know can be touchy for some people so if this is one of those episodes where you can't get into it for personal reasons totally understand but also i think it's important to talk about because we may know somebody who's been through it before Mm -hmm. let's let's get into it why do you identify with this topic what hardships have you been through that you're like yeah no i identify with you know Mm-hmm. domestic violence so yes i don't even know where to start uh romantically i've been in two abusive relationships unfortunately okay and then um i also while i was in a abusive relationship with one of my exes i was also in an abusive friendship at the same time damn so it kind of seemed like everyone around me was just vibrating at the same level yeah if you will yeah which is one would go as far as saying it's a reflection right a little concerning a little concerning the pattern here yes um i don't think it's intentional though i think that um i think in my case i was just kind of naive because i consider myself such a genuine person that i didn't think that the people around me might actually be doing things to hurt you. Yeah, to hurt me or take advantage of me and things like that. And you genuinely are such a wonderful person. I feel yeah. like most people at some point in their life have experienced abusive relationships. And that's what I'm saying. It's not only um, a romantic situation. It could be between family members, mm-hmm. siblings, um, your best friend. Yeah, Really, it can be anyone. So 
I'm just going to go ahead and ask because I'm sure everyone's wondering. Why did you allow it to get as far as it did? Mm. Or like when did you recognize some of the signs? Or did you until it was too late? Yeah, most of the time it was like getting really bad. It was like too blatant to ignore. Or it was like, you know, now it's getting physical and like this is putting me in harm's way or or it's bringing me out of character where now I'm feeling like I need to behave in that same way. And that's not me. And to be honest, the hardest one for me to get a grip on was my friendship. So you said you mentioned the physical part of it. And mm-hmm. then you also said that sometimes you'd have to get out of character as well. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? I mean, there were instances where I felt like I was being attacked, you know, or like my integrity, my person was being attacked or I was even being attacked physically. So now it's like, okay, I've tolerated this from for so long from this individual that now it's getting me to the point where now I feel like I need to be physical or I need to be uh, verbally abusive and try to, you know, make you feel bad about who you are, like things Mm -hmm. like that, things that. Is that because it became normal for you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's why I was also able to get into another relationship that was also abusive because the behavior becomes so normal that you you almost don't even notice it's wrong. And obviously, maybe in the beginning, it might be subtle because I feel like a lot of abusers, they'll... Yeah. What is it? What is it when you take you give an inch and they take a mile? Yeah, they kind of I don't like even know ease into it. I don't even know if that's the right expression. In all situations, all th- all three of these people were obviously like operating off of a very painful place. Um, whatever was like yeah, whatever mm-hmm. was going on within them, but it was all stemming from something different. Like one of them, I genuinely think he just didn't know any better because he was from an abusive household, okay. so this was normal to him, which then translated into our relationship. And then with the friendship, it was like a lot of drug abuse involved. And Mm -hmm. that's when things started getting a little out of hand. When you see this, or like when someone's telling you the depths of their soul, of their history that affects the person that they are, that in turn affects you. Do you recognize that in the moment? That's what I'm trying to, I'm trying for the audience to understand because I know I would have questions about that if I was an outsider. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even adults our age don't know how to do that. Yeah, You know, like, so we're just overly aware. Yes, exactly. And again, because because for each person it came from a different place, it looked a little different. That's so yeah. true. It does it, yeah. kind of disguise itself in different ways. Exactly, yeah. But I guess I'm curious about like what place you were in that mm. this kept happening to you and like why you didn't cut it off right away. I think I was just in a place where I was just like unfamiliar with myself. I didn't really know boundaries. I I feel like that's something I've had to really learn as I've gotten older because of the experiences I've had. Um, And you're, I know personally, you're a very empathetic person. Right. So, which is like a magnet for narcissists. Totally. Yes. Yeah. It sucks. Shaking my head. But it's okay because that's, there's still strength in that. It's just a matter of, um, Again, Again, just knowing knowing your boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Um, No, you're so right. Um, We hang out way too much. (laughs) So gross. Okay. Stop! Stop! (laughs) Yo! All right. Like, get out of my head, you freak. 
I was going to say also, I feel like growing up, like my parents never, um, my family dynamic was kind of weird. Like no one really interacted. We weren't like a unit. Yeah. So like, you know how in your family you socialize, like you'll sit with your family, watch TV or just talk about your day. Like my family didn't really do that. So I didn't have like the best socialization skills. Okay. I had a lot of anxiety and things like that. So I feel like just those basic things, like I just wasn't taught really like how to speak up for yourself or, you know, tell people no, or just like know where to stand with people. Like I really had to learn how to navigate all of that. But but it's hard to wrap my head around the fact that you stayed in these relationships because some of the things that were happening were so drastic. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to envision, like, especially and you're so beautiful. So, like, when you think about it, just why? What was the final straw in each of these situations? Oh, it sucks because sometimes you don't realize it's happening. It, listen, people, some people are abusers like through and through they're calculated this is what they do some yeah. people it just gets like that some mm-hmm. people just the circumstances the jealousy and security gets in the way and now you're acting childish but with other people it's like this is how they operate yeah and i mean those are the worst ones i think those are the worst ones yeah sometimes i feel like when i think about those kinds of people i'm like you're kind of a sociopath Yes, no, that's like, that's the definition. And I feel like I also went through that with my parents where when I would mention something, that's the boundary thing too. It's like, okay, I'm trying to let you know that this bothered me. Like I'm drawing a boundary there and that's not being respected. That's being dismissed or I'm being told I am overly emotional. And I'm sure you could relate because Caribbean parents. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really care about feelings and shit. They don't care about boundaries. You Mm -hmm. do as I say, and that's that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to opinionate where I have to. So it got to the point where I kind of wasn't saying anything anymore. And I think even in that, like that allows for the abuse to continue because, you know what I'm saying? I'm not an expert in this topic at all, Mm -hmm. but I do know that there's going to be one side of the audience that's going to say maybe she's victimizing herself Mm -hmm. because she knew what was up Mm -hmm. and she continued to stay. Mm -hmm. And then the other side, of the token, which is that you actually are a victim, which you are. This is crazy. But like, do you kind of like blame yourself sometimes? Or do you feel guilty about staying for as long as you did? I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to get in your head. So I do feel like I was a victim because I was. It was my experience. But I don't let that be like a like an excuse for myself. I kind of look at those situations as a learning experience. Like, okay, I was in this place and that's why I tolerated the things that I did. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, you definitely have to take accountability at some point. And I think that's the hard part. I think that's why some people stay stuck in it. Because yeah. if you're outside of it and you're looking at it, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Like, why does she keep going back to this guy? Or like, mm-hmm. why is she tolerating this? And it doesn't make sense to anyone except those two people. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. And that's how abuse works. You get so sucked into it that it becomes normal and then when you do have healthy friendships with or relationships with other people it's almost like this is kind of boring i mean i don't feel that way no totally i've had guests on the show that literally have said like if it's not toxic it's boring exactly and no yeah no that's not what we want that's not what we want please (laughs) but yeah no you definitely um have to take accountability so you know once once I got out of it, I was kind of like, I had to reflect. At first, I was very angry. I was like, oh my God, how could someone fucking treat me like this? Like, mm-hmm. 
And then you get angry with yourself and almost upset. Like, why would I let someone do that to me? Right. You know? I know. Yeah, it really sucks. But I did have to come to terms with why I was letting someone do that to me. And it makes you grow as a person. It made me realize a lot about where, you know, I'm weak and what I need to work on. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous and process every day. you're worlds away from how you were before. Yeah, no, I would never. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. I promised myself that. I was like, I would never. And and honestly, now it's like so much easier to pick up on, on the signs. Yeah. Like immediately, I'm just like, oh, no. Even the way that you speak about other people is mm-hmm. enough or for other me. Women. So, or other women yeah. is enough for me to, yeah. I think the tricky part about it too, like as a friend or a bystander or a family member is Mm -hmm. like knowing that you're worth so much more and also knowing that you're like continuing to stay. What I'm trying to say is I know some people have ties to these people that are more than just, oh, I can just walk away from this. Sometimes there's kids involved. Sometimes there's bills involved. Sometimes there's a shared household. Sometimes people's lives are literally in danger like right you know luckily you weren't in that situation no yeah luckily i was not i mean i have been in situations where it did get physically abusive um unfortunately and it was really hard i feel like because of the ties that's almost why it lasted longer because that was the one thing that would make me feel like okay maybe i should try for this yeah no you just gotta you just gotta do it like it's really not as easy as i'm making it sound like it is Mm -hmm. in any situation i mean breaking up with someone in itself is really hard so trying to get out of an abusive situation is i feel like even harder but um yeah no you just do it you get tired of it i feel like in in all of the situations it was just that one day where i was like i can't do this anymore yeah i think what i was trying to say was that Luckily, you were able to get out of it because you weren't in a place where you were going to die. Yeah. If, if, if like, some people... No, I know. For some people, yeah. it's like for life people, or death it's like for real. Life or death yeah. for real. Um, but I was trying to say that it's tricky as a bystander because you're going to stay for as long as you need to. Like, there's yeah. nothing I could possibly say to you that you're going to say, okay, you're right, like... I need to get out of this. Yeah. You have to realize that for yourself. Yeah. So during this time in our friendship, it was, it was really difficult for me. Yeah. It was really difficult for me to watch and like talk to you about it. Yeah. And- Cause you were there yeah. like firsthand for some of the experiences, which is honestly so embarrassing. And we've never really gone into it, into I know. it like that. Cause no, I've never you, asked. Yeah. You would always just mind your business. I noticed. Yeah. And then I, I was like, I thought it was so regular. So I wouldn't even question it. I'd be like, oh, he fucking said that to me in front of my friend. I mean, I don't want people to think I did nothing at all. I definitely told you. Well, my you advised about me. It. Yeah. yeah. So did everyone else. My family members, everyone yeah. was advising me. Everyone, like literally everyone. But I don't know. It's just an internal thing. I know. Yeah. And then I think part of me was like, well, I can't continue to be this annoying person. Like, no, you need to get the fuck out. You need to get the fuck out. Because eventually you're just going to stop talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. That's the tricky part about it is like, I want you to know that I'm there for you. But at the same time, I want you to know that I hate what the fuck is happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of why um, even with my friend, I had to end that friendship because I was at that point where it was like, okay, you're abusing yourself and the way you're behaving and treating other people is shit. 
And then when I'm trying to address it, you're not really giving anything. So I'm gonna have to let it go. Did you feel similarly towards me when you saw me going through those things and I was just not listening or? Um, I mean, it was hard for sure, but I've learned that people that are in those situations, they're not going to realize that they should walk away until it's their time or until they realize themselves. There's nothing I could say. Wait, I have another question though. Okay. When you saw me being disrespected, you never felt like intervening. Like you never felt like, Oh, absolutely. So why didn't you? Absolutely. One, because I don't know the severity of the situation. I don't know how that person's going to react towards me. I don't know if that's going to bring you issues in your relationship. Right. And at the end of the day, that's your partner. And, I don't want to be in the situation where you're like, I can't chill with you no more because my partner doesn't fuck with you. And I didn't know if you would choose like me or them. Right. Okay. Those are all fair things that people fear. I definitely thought a lot of things. I mean, I advise you a lot again. And if I truly, really thought like my friend might not make it out of this, of course I would intervene. I would have definitely told your parents. Yeah. It was was a tough one. Yeah, it was. And like a tough one. Yeah. Ugly times. Yeah, it was. Okay, so Vivi, <clears throat> important and serious question. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard or know the term Stockholm Syndrome, where like your kidnapper or I guess abuser, you like start to love them because you don't know anything else. So in the relationships that you've been in, did you ever feel like no one else is going to love me like they love me? Yes, okay. I did. Um you had mentioned it like being good sometimes and being bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like honestly, most of the time it was bad. Okay. Um, The bad definitely outweighed the good, but I feel like the chase for the good is almost what keeps you stuck. Yeah. And also I was just operating off of, again, a desire to be wanted. I guess you can say insecurity. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're insecure, it comes off different ways. Um, But I was projecting it in a way where, I felt like I wasn't enough. So this person that did sometimes make me feel like enough was enough for me to want to chase that feeling. It was almost like I was not addicted to the person, but the anxiety that came from the stress. Yeah. I actually remember I definitely was addicted to that feeling and it was a terrible feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. The chaos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the chaos. But it never felt good. It was just a feeling that I got so used to. Okay, I was going to say not to like therapize this situation, uh-huh. but oh, gosh. I do feel like because you were raised on in a household that maybe didn't establish boundaries mm-hmm. or allow you to socialize in a way where you explore different types of relationships, mm-hmm. you wind it up, wound up, wound it, why? 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 Cata Luna, what happened you, to her? <laughs> <laughs> you ended up in this in these relationships that ultimately you kind of had to navigate on your own. Mm-hmm. It was almost like oh, I can't explain the chaos part of it. I remember. I feel like kind of after you got out of these situations, I remember saying to you, like, I feel like you're addicted to the chaos part mm-hmm. of relationships it's almost like that's how i receive love like this is how i've received love so for years yeah i mean if you think about it 
I was I went from one abusive partner to another, and that was a total of seven years of being like manipulated and lied to and yeah, you know, um minimize what's the word? Just you know, just people being demeaning and trying to make you feel small. Totally. When I think back to that person who I was, I feel like I want to give her a hug because that mm, sucks. Like I know. Yeah. I remember one specific instance, one of your the partners that you're speaking on said something to you or did something to you. And I was like, don't patronize her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, because when you were talking about intervening, like in instances like that where it's so blatant and obvious. It's no, like, you, yeah, no, you would. And that's that's why I stress the importance of of where the abuse is coming from, because. But I always think I'm like, because everyone has trauma, everyone has baggage. So I have been in situations where I realize why they're the way they are. But at what point are you not you specifically, Mm -hmm. but in general, at what point are we like, all right, I understand that's how you were raised, but like. I don't want to be around that shit or like you're yeah, fucked bro. up, bro. Like you're more fucked up than yes. I anticipated. Yes. And as much as I feel bad and maybe at this point we've built a connection, like I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I can't empathize with you so much to the point where I'm like bending my boundaries. Right. So I actually wanted to ask you that because I don't feel like you've been in the same types of um, relationships I've been in. Whoa, whoa. I don't think you've experienced that. Maybe not to the yeah. severity that I have. Yeah, yeah. So like that in itself, I feel like is an example of just not knowing boundaries. I feel like you always mentioned when you were growing up, your mom would always be like, oh, don't let such and such do this. Or if he doesn't do this, that means that how to be treated, what to accept, what not to accept. And some people know how to navigate that naturally. Mm-hmm. You've you've had you've been told by your mom like certain things, what to expect as far as treatment goes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. My mom's very strict with yes. it. She's like, if he's not coming to pick you up, this is me when I'm 15 years mm-hmm. old. No man that I'm dating has a car at this point. If he's right. not telling his mother to pick you Which up. Which is extreme. Literally, she used to have I, my, my boyfriend at 16. She used to tell me, I'm not picking you up. He's going to either have to pay for an Uber, ask for his mom for money. Like she was like serious. She was very firm with what yeah, I should that's expect. That's a little bit of a lot. It's a little bit of a lot at 16. Yes. But just so that people have a good idea. I don't know, because I did have I did have other relationships before these and Mm -hmm. they weren't abusive. So I don't really know like how it started. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I got here. Viviana, (laughs) I want you and obviously let me know if this is too much, but Mm -hmm. I kind of want you to recount the first time. Things got physical. Uh, I want to like, it's really hard for me to remember. It always starts with little things, um, breaking things around you, you know, like breaking my objects, breaking my phone, breaking parts of my car, things like that. That's really how it started. And then it progressed. So like choking and then it got as bad as being hit in the face damn mm-hmm. that's really hard yeah yeah i remember um it was over something so stupid i'm gonna tell the story so at the time the person i was with was a very jealous person which made no sense because i was the one who got cheated on this person was being very jealous um i was at work i had a 30 minute lunch break um he didn't have a car so i 
was nice enough. This is this is where I fucking go wrong. All right, y'all, listen. I was like, okay, he doesn't have a ride to work. He could have easily walked. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm his girl. I'm going to give him a ride. Ride or die. So I told him, I'm like, listen, I go on break at this time. So once I go on break, I'll go pick you up and drop you off at work real quick. So I clock out, I go on break, and I got caught up talking to one of my coworkers. Maybe like five, seven minutes go by. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go. I pull up to this man's house to pick him up. He gets in the car. He's like, why the fuck did you take so long? Mm. I'm like, what do you mean? I was talking to someone. Mm -hmm. Who are you talking to? I tell him who I'm talking to. No, I don't believe you. You took too fucking long. I was like, what? Um, I don't believe you were actually talking to such and such person. You were probably doing X, Y, Z. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, I'm literally here to pick you up. I'm doing you a favor on my time to be nice to you when you could have just walked. Yeah. So he's not really hearing it. And this is when I say I start getting out of character because now it's like, okay, well, you're getting me tight. Like. Mm. I went out of my way. I'm doing something nice for you. You want to sit here and accuse me about something crazy when I was literally just having a regular ass conversation. The fact that you even have to go into explaining that is ridiculous, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not driving you no more. Get out of my car. Oh, Mm mm-hmm. Okay. And he says- Is the first time you start acting like this or kind of- No, Okay. no. But I think sometimes maybe that's what provokes the abuse, too. Because it's like, nah, we're not about to do that. Okay, Okay. no, you can get out my car. He says, no. I said, get the fuck out my car. Oh, God. He says, no. I'm like, all right, bet. So I, um, oh, damn. This is not, this is not good. Okay. Okay. I start pushing his head into the window. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because what am I going to do? I have a man in my car. You're being an asshole. I don't want you in here anymore. Get Um, out, you know? Okay, but just to set the record straight, you didn't normally do this or did you normally do this? Out of all of the times I put my hands on him, maybe three. Okay. And, And it was usually a very similar situation where I feel like I'm getting violated. You're not respecting my boundaries. And now I like literally feel like I don't know what else to do. So... Yeah, he hit me in the face. Everything went black. I saw stars. I was like, what Damn. the fuck just happened? I opened my eyes. There was blood all over my shirt. There was blood all over my face. Damn. Yeah. That was the first time where I was really like, whoa. It it, it was to the point where like, um, I didn't even know how to respond. Like after I realized what had happened, it was just silent. Like neither of us said anything. Yeah. And then he just kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen again. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. And that's what they usually say. All the time. All the time. That's the part that gets tricky yeah. about it is like the person can sh- exhibit their great quality qualities mm-hmm. towards you. So you get confused. You're like, well, he does this, this and this. Yeah, I thought he loved me. He pays all the bills. He he he's so sweet to me. Yeah. To, like everyone. He, he says he ha- wants a future with me. Mm-hmm. So like. And you're like, maybe someone else might not understand me the same way. Maybe someone else might not fuck me the same way. Maybe someone else might not be there for me the way this person portrays Mm themselves to be there for me. Mm -hmm. Well, Viviana, the people on Instagram have questions. Okay. Um, 
I asked the people on Instagram um, if they had any advice or um, input in a situation where a person has dealt with domestic violence. And we got a few responses. So I'm just going to pull it. Well, what do you think has prevented you from being in those situations? Like, have you always just known, like, okay, if a man calls me a bitch, then that's not okay? Um, yeah. Yeah? I, yeah. I feel like my mom has literally... It's to the point where it's in a, the other side of the extreme. It's like, yeah. Where okay. my mom's like, don't ever let anyone call you out of your name. And yeah. Don't ever let anybody, like, kick you to the curb or open the side door instead of the front door if he's letting you in his house. Or, like, don't ever let a man not introduce you to his mom like you're mm. the prize so in that sense mm. no like i've always had like really clear boundaries she's fucking lying <laughs> let me tell you right now <laughs> i'm trying to paint this little innocent image over all here. right listen listen the people on instagram have questions for you this isn't about me somebody said is it possible to have a healthy friendship again after a few years from the relationship mm. that's a really good one um, so like I had mentioned before, one of my exes, he apologized to me and I feel like, I mean, we, we even linked up after that and we talked about a lot of things and I, I got so much closure from that situation. Really? Really a lot. And, um, I really do appreciate that. And again, I feel Did like they apologize. Yes. Okay. Yes. He apologized. And again, I don't feel like Obviously, it was wrong what he was doing, but I don't think it came from a malicious place. I think it was just what he was around and yeah. what he was used to. And that was projected onto me. I think after our relationship ended, he kind of like certain things clicked for him, mm -hmm. which is what he told me. And from the outside looking in, I mean, he seems to be doing really well. So, yeah, no, there's no hard feelings, honestly, even okay. as crazy as that was like yeah. there's no hard feelings. So. We're not friends, but I don't have any, um, I don't hold Malice. on to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the other one, no. I don't think we could ever be friends, but that's also not because of me. I feel like I've, I've accepted, I've come to terms with why I was where I was. And I feel like that allowed me to release a lot of the pain associated with it. I allowed myself to be treated so poorly. But then you have to get to the point where you're like, why did you allow yourself to be treated so poorly? Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of digging yes. within. And some people are not capable of that. And and it sucks because yeah. let me tell you something, taking accountability for your actions, Ooh, especially when you've been the one that's abused. It's like, Oh wait, no, I didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, maybe you didn't do anything wrong, but you know, you allowed wrong to be done to you. See what else the people have to say. Does that answer the question? I don't know if you can really be friends with, with most of the time I would say no. All right. Someone else said, do you feel like you have no self-worth? Because if you love yourself, you shouldn't allow anyone to treat you less than your worth, especially someone you consider your lover. So you kind of went into this a little bit and this yeah. person phrased it very intensely. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Um. No, at the time, I wouldn't say I had no self-worth, but was it at was it at, at where it needed to be? No. Okay. Um what are you doing to recover from your past relationships that were abusive and do you feel like you have a guard up due to your past relationships? Ooh. Wow, that's a really good question. Hi, what am I key. doing? I mean, 
I've been single for a while now. So I think it's just been a lot of processing and accountability. Yeah. That's the biggest part is the accountability part. So that, I mean, just working through it. I haven't been close enough to someone where I feel like I've been challenged with things that might come up due to my past so i'm not entirely sure where i actually stand in that yeah. regard but i do think i've come a long way you totally have and yeah i just want to say i just want to put out there since i've known you i genuinely feel like you're in a completely different headspace mm-hmm. and you have like very strict and standard um you think so standards yeah no i think i could work on it more. i mean i think yeah. you can i think we i think we there's always opportunities to grow yes that's what i say at work um <laughs> but i think that who you were before and who you are now you've evolved so much as a person i've literally cried to you about how yeah. like proud i am of you for like coming such a long way and even the fact that you're able to say like as as bad as it sounds like there's no bad blood like i've moved on from that yeah that's such a huge and like strong and brave statement and you already know you're literally one of my favorite people okay one more and then we're done um let me see if they had some questions oh yeah mad questions yeah he did He said, are you afraid of being alone or does that partner bring something to the table specifically you're afraid of losing if you walk away? No, I think it was definitely being alone. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say there was anything being brought to me. Okay. No. <laughs> wow. Look at that. You went through so much. Yeah, no. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. before we end things, I just wanted to say to the audience that abuse looks like many different ways Mm -hmm. viviana's experience um is might be different than what yours looks like you are worth taking that step of showing up for yourself being Mm -hmm. strong enough for yourself Mm -hmm. where you're willing or able to turn that page can i just say also that um you witnessed some of what i was going through but a lot of people didn't know that i was going through that so just check on your friends because you never know like no one i know no one knew i was fucking getting beat on sometimes like no one knew that you know that's where the self-worth comes in self-worth um reflection introspection um doing things for yourself having habits outside of your partner viviana i want to thank you so much for being brave enough to share your story for um being the best friend ever for evolving as a person and wanting better for yourself and showing mm-hmm. up for yourself mm-hmm. every day. You're in such a different place. And I love you to literal death. I love you too. I would die for you. I would I'm- die for you too. Oh, <laughs> God, don't cry. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. If you are at this point of the episode, you've made it till the end. Thank you to Viviana for being so brave. She's also behind the camera. So thank you for being a contributor to the show, for showing your strength. There's a lot of times where people say, oh my God, you should talk about this, but I don't want to be on. I'm too nervous. So when I have people on that are like, you should talk about this and they do want to be on it. I'm so 
like with open arms please follow her on her instagram her social media as will be tags below follow me at feeding feelings follow the pod at xyxx podcast on ig listen to us watch us love us and i'll see you guys next week bye